You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Hey there, I'm happy to have you with me today as we have a celebration. This is the second birthday of the podcast, Life Repurposed. So today, instead of our normal format where we talk about uh, somebody's story or my own story, then we talk about some practical tips, and then I leave you with some resources. Today, what we're going to do is have some clips from some of the guests that I've interviewed over the last two years on Life Repurposed. So what we'll be doing is I'll introduce each clip with a little setup, and then you can hear a little portion of our conversation. And we'll have a couple of them here as I look back over the last two years and just where we've come. So you'll hear that the audio equipment has undergone some upgrades over time. And you can tell that the first couple of interviews, there were some challenges with the quality of audio, but I still want to use those because they were an important part of my story. So let's get started with my first guest. First up today, I have author Joni Shahan, and she was with me early on in the show to talk about the release of her book, where she talks about the journey through ovarian cancer and also tells the stories of many other women who have gone through the same journey. So you'll hear Joni just talk a little bit about what it was like to receive her diagnosis and what God has been doing in her life. Yes. Yes, my doctor was was quite blunt. I had, um, we really thought I had a fibroid because um, it was about the size of a cantaloupe. Mm -hmm. And so she said, but we need to do an ultrasound just to be sure. So I scheduled the ultrasound and then following the ultrasound appointment with her. So I'm in the ultrasound and the room is really dark and the tech is looking at me and looking at the screen and looking at me and looking at the screen. And I'm like, oh no, this is not good. So I go up, take my films with me. The doctor walks in the room and announces, you have ovarian cancer, starts rattling off all the tests that need to be done. And I am just totally stunned. And I just kind of went through the motions the rest of the day to do tests. As you think about how God has changed you, how has this changed how you face additional uh, challenges that come your way? I think the biggest thing is that God was with me through chemo, even though sometimes you don't always feel like it. Um, but he was there and he was with me through chemo and that whatever I am facing um, in the future, he will be with me and, and we will be able to face it together. Wasn't that fun? In this next clip, I talk with author Letitia Sook, and this is episode number 20. She and I chatted about what it's like to have a getaway with God and just escape from the world for a little while. I recommend a minimum of 24 hours, and really 24 hours is is fine amount of time a lot can happen between you and Jesus in 24 hours mm-hmm. when it's just the two of you so that is kind of the, the a starting point but even just less than that if that's all you have but it is it is your schedule it's your retreat you can really decide how you want to spend that time and that can certainly include taking a nap taking a walk <laughs> whatever it is that you need to fill up with right now 
Yeah. So in your book, you said this is not a none for a day program. <laughs> what yes. does that mean? <laughs> I think that there is some kind of mystique about, oh, you have to be so holy, you know, to get away and do something. So I don't like have that. to pray the whole time. And do I have to fast? <laughs> you don't have to fast. You don't have to pray the whole time. You don't have to be on your knees the whole time. You don't have to do any singing if you don't want to do any singing. <laughs> So it's not following someone else's script. Mm -hmm. It's following your own plan of how you best. And God has designed you to have your best way of connecting with him. And on your personal retreat, you just get to center in that, in your yeah. own style of relating to God. So it is not, you don't have to be particularly holy, whatever that means. You don't <laughs> do uh you don't have to do to try to fit somebody else's model. You can just fit your own. Right. I love that. Not doing a nun for a day retreat, but just getting away with God and spending some time. In this next clip, I talked to author Kathy Carlton Willis, who is God's Grin Gal, about how God has repurposed some of the events in her life that haven't gone according to plan. This is an excerpt from episode number 21. That life doesn't always go according to plan. So how do you cope with that? What emotions um, do you process or how do you cope when you are a planner and suddenly the plan is very different from what you expected? Right. Well, I've joked that I might need to write a book called The Plan B Girl because it seems like nothing goes according to plan, but yet it always turns out well. It does. It's sort of like that book you start reading and you think it's going down a certain mm -hmm. direction and all of a sudden it changes and it has a completely different ending, right. but it's a cool ending, right. you know? All of your endings have been cool. Yeah. And so um, I guess how do I cope with that or adjust yeah. is... Well, number one, I learned, I've learned that I am replaceable. Mm. And so anything I have committed to do, even though I love to live up to my mm -hmm. commitments, there's always another way to mm -hmm. make it happen or it doesn't need to happen mm -hmm. or it can happen later. Sometimes it's a delay, not mm -hmm. a no. And so mm -hmm. I'm learning that more and more. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm having to make myself learn to live in the moment mm -hmm. more. Yeah. And that's a, that's hard for planners. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> Coming up next, I have two clips from interviews with author Courtney Ellis. She talks a lot about finding time with God and just making room in our everyday schedule to notice that he's there. She also talks about decluttering our life, our schedules, our possessions, all of those. So these are two clips from episodes number 19 and 22 with Courtney Ellis. Change is, is really hard for us to come to a point of pain. And that point of pain for me was just feeling so overwhelmed with almost every area of my life. It was the physical clutter. We had too mm. much stuff. We'd moved from Wisconsin where we had a basement and a big garage into this tiny condo in California for double the rent. Right. Crazy. <laughs> uh, and we brought most of yeah. And, and so we were rounding in stuff and, but it wasn't just that it was that our schedule was packed to the brim and it was packed mm -hmm. with really good things, but too much of a good thing is, is suddenly a bad thing. So mm -hmm. it was the schedule. It was the possessions. And it was also, um, our digital devices. We found out both Daryl and I were kind of running our lives rather than the other way around. Mm -hmm. So I came to a point of being so overwhelmed and I, I sat with my, my Bible study small group one night and I said, it's just too much. It is all too much. <laughs> 
And my friend in the small group, who's a, who's a lawyer and likes details, she was like, what exactly is too much? And I was like, everything, everything <laughs> is too much. And so we had to find a new path. And, and God was really gracious and helped us to start learning how to open up our clenched fists and let some of those things go. like, I need time with Jesus. What time do I have? Okay, five minutes in the shower. That is better than nothing. Um, and it was really, it was so transformative because mm-hmm. it wasn't the guilty shame. I should have spent an hour in my devotions and mm-hmm. I didn't. And now I'm a yeah. failure and this is terrible because so much of guilting is just try hard, try hard, try hard, try right. hard. And I was exhausted. And yeah. spiritual practices are not about trying harder. They're about God just showing up. God's like, yeah. I'm here. You're driving. Let's chat. I'm here. You're yeah. in the shower. Let's chat. Like, let me help you. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Like, please, yes. I feel help like me. too often we think we're waiting for him to show up and he's already shown up. And so we're waiting and we're thinking the magical moment is going to come when I have this quiet moment and a beam of light is going to, the sky is going to open and angels are going to sing and then I'm going to know Jesus is with me. This next clip is from author Jill Savage. We talked about being empty nesters, and we're both empty nesters. We talked about what it's like to find a new mission after motherhood, after the kids have left home. There are some times when some women are wondering, what is the next thing God has for me? If your whole life was wrapped up in raising children, then you'll be encouraged by Jill's message and this excerpt from episode number 38. You got to look around and say, who still needs me? Who needs me? And I'm not even talking in your family. What did you love about mothering? Maybe you loved investing in a child's life. Well, I can bet you that there are some children in your neighborhood who do not live near their grandparents. And they probably could use an adoptive grandparent. Mm -hmm. Um, there are moms who need your wisdom and you're like, but I messed up. Guess what? We all mess up, (laughs) but you still have wisdom to offer them. Mm -hmm. And so, um, who still needs you? Who needs what you have? And, you know, one of the things I did, um, is I created a journal that goes along with the book. Um, the journal's available over on Amazon and, and really, it takes moms through a, um, a, a journey that says, um, okay, in motherhood, I've experienced this, whatever this is. And I give them all kinds of options. I'm just to get their thinking started. You know, maybe I had a special needs child. I had a strong-willed child. I um, had a, a husband that um, worked a ton and I felt like a single parent. You know, so in motherhood, I experienced this. Therefore, I understand this. Um, And then I do the same thing. In marriage, I experienced blank. Therefore, I understand blank. And so just trying to help women to understand what they have to offer to the world. And that's where you begin to have a vision for your new mission field. 
Next up, I share an excerpt from episode number 49, where my husband Phil joined me. We were talking about our new book, Classic Marriage, and it was on the week that the book was coming out. And we're just talking about some of the things from the book and how sometimes communication between couples breaks down. And it's never too late to try to talk through something that might have been an old hurt. Also in this episode, you will hear that my husband added his own flair of heavy breathing in the microphone (laughs) whenever it was his turn to wait in between our chat. So I just thought that you would enjoy a little smile today. One of our goals with writing this book is that we want you to still resolve some things that you've maybe tried to ignore and thought it's over with, but they actually might be things that have hurt your communication. So I'll give you a little hint. It's based on a gift that Phil gave me for a birthday that I didn't receive very well. Not not too well. No. no. Okay, and you're going to have to read the book to find out what that is, because I'm not going to give it away. Um, but in the book, we talk about how he reacted, how I reacted, and then how it was probably, I don't know, 15 years or longer before we actually had a conversation where we could rationally talk about how we both felt about it. Right. It's best if you don't wait that long. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 15 years is a bit of time. Yeah. But the important message is it's never too late. That is correct. If you have something that's standing between you and you haven't worked through it, you still can. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So as we... (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, they can't see us. No. I'm he's making faces at me. All right, so we we know that gift giving is not Phil's love language and you'll find out about that in the book. This next clip also continues in the idea of family relationships. This one is with Blythe Daniel and her mom, Dr. Helen McIntosh, and they're talking about mending relationships between mothers and daughters and talking a little bit about the principles that they share in their book. This excerpt is from episode number 54. I was wondering if you can tell me where do mothers and daughters most often get it wrong or have conflict? Mothers and daughters can often get into a tangle, as mom says, with conflict when one has expectations of the Mm -hmm. other that really might not be able to be met. Um, any expectations are difficult, aren't they, in any relationship? And and second to that is the need to be right. And oh, how I have learned relationship <laughs> over the need to be right with my own daughters, you know, living daily with um, two daughters and I have a son. And um, oftentimes we want to be right, don't we? We don't like to be seen as not having the answers or uh, messing up. And so... Um, when we as a mother or daughter, when we hold on to that need to be right, or we, we shove the, what's the right thing to do in the relationship versus how do I, how do I humble myself and how do I come before the other? Even if that means asking for forgiveness when I don't feel like that's even really my fault, but I'm going to go ahead and humble myself and ask for forgiveness for the part that I did play in this disagreement Um, So I think that, you know, just as a culture, Michelle, that not many of us feel like we can put the relationship ahead of differences of opinion. There's a lot of differences of opinion in our Mm -hmm. culture, 
and it does take a humility, but it is so worth it. Um, And that's really essentially what we do with God is we come to a place of humility and say, God, I can't do this on my own. Um, I can't do life on my own. I can't do relationships on my own. I need to, I need to ask you to change me. I need to ask you to make Mm -hmm. this relationship better. I can't do it on my own. And so Mm -hmm. um, our expectations are in God, just the way he provides for us, the way he loves Mm us, instead of our expectations being in the other person. Right. Yeah, that's We love truth, but truth was never meant to be a weapon used to our loved ones. Bam, bam. (laughs) We beat ourselves up with what we call the truth. But it's much more important to embrace the relationship. It's what Jesus does with us. Final clip that I'd like to share with you today is from episode number 56. And this is author Jane Rubietta, where we had a conversation about being light and reflecting the light of Jesus to the people around us. What do you think our world needs to hear most right now? I really, I, I believe from this, just from the standpoint of science, light wins over darkness. Mm. It, light always wins over darkness. And so if, I, I, I do think that we're in a dark place, a dark season in our world, uh, not just in our country, but in our world. And the certainty that, that we as, as human beings can make choices that contribute to light in the world. Will it change the world? It'll change somebody's moment. Um, and if you do that long enough, then I think there becomes an aura, kind of a glow. I do think that I see that in people. Mm-hmm. Like you recognize it in other people because they're choosing not to live in the dark. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that would be one thing. Light will win. Um, don't let darkness win inside you and then decide how you want to, how you can bring light to a conversation. I hope you enjoyed that walk down memory lane with me today as we looked back at the last two years of the Life Repurposed podcast. If you are looking for a resource today, what I'm going to do in the show notes at michellerayburn.com slash 60 is I'm going to give you a link where you'll be able to view some of the resources that I've shared in past episodes. So it will show you the posts that are labeled with resources. Essentially, every episode has had a resource. So I encourage you to look back through there and see some of the books of the people who were shared in the clips today. And also to look at some of the past episodes and just see what resources I've shared there. I always want to leave a practical resource with you so that you have something that you can carry forward. So often it's something from another author or it's a podcast or it's an article or something like that. So... I encourage you to check that out. On the website, I also included a brand new resource, just a fun freebie for you on the page that's dedicated to my book, Classic Marriage. And in that, you will find that I created some printable photo booth pages that you can print out and hold up when you're giving anniversary greetings or sharing your own anniversary celebration on social media. So that PDF file is available there. 
A link to that will be in the show notes at michellerayburn.com slash 60. So you can get that there. Thank you so much for listening in and for being part of the first two years of this show. I am looking forward to the next. I don't know what God has next for sure. As far as I know, I'm continuing to record episodes and share them on all of the platforms, but I'm always looking for ideas and always looking for ways that I can engage with my audience. So it's exciting to hear from you whenever you give me feedback, because then I know that you're listening in and that something has touched your life. So I encourage you to find me on the social media channels or send me an email, and I would love to hear from you. So thanks again and have a great week. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.